Hi everyone! Welcome to Game Bros. Today, it's a very, very big day, at least to me, because today is a Poké Day. Because today we'll talk about Pokémon, oh and I'm God. super excited. Oh, Pokémon. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Game Bros. It is obviously one of the hottest episodes to come who doesn't like pokemon and all the universe they've created it's an amazing franchise overall and we are here to not only talk about the newest games but basically give you an overview of this pokemon journey and the many flavors that were out there before that brought us all the way to pokemon sword and shield is that right bro yeah that's right so that that's the thing i think that both of us we grew up with pokemon so i remember that i was introduced to the franchise i was probably eight or nine years old something like that and it was with pokemon red but i don't want to just jump into the red. game boy game right now because like i remember as a kid playing a lot of trading cards collecting all the stickers because i had the sticker album and that was a big thing to me Pokemon was always one of my like favorite franchise ever. Right. That's something I love. What about you, bro? Well, bro, it's the same thing to me. I mean, I remember uh, getting red for school and, and my mom saying, well, we got to leave soon. And, and there was this episode of Ash and, and all his Pokemon and his bonding with Pikachu. And ah. It's something that is really um, one of the, the best memories of childhood, right? Mm -hmm. And, and it's, uh, I think it's really what makes me so excited about Pokemon is that it brings me back so many memories and <laughs> of a great time in our lives for sure. And I remember, um, as, you, as you said, it's not only about games, but they made stickers, trading cards, little figures of different Pokemons. Mm -hmm. Everything was collatable. So... Really awesome, really great times mm -hmm. uh, and wonderful memories. But in my case, uh, I remember the first time I actually played a Pokemon game was on a Game Boy. Oh, right? Yeah. This was the first time I ever played a Pokemon game. Which but Game Boy, bro? It was, I think, the very first one. Mm -hmm. The very first Game Boy. So everything is still in black and white. Ah. And, uh, but I mean, it, it was just perfect. And, and I remember I being one of the most immersive games I, I've ever played in my life. Mm -hmm. and, and it was basically the reason why I bought the Game Boy first mm -hmm. place. But I know that you actually have had much more contact oh. with different games and you're a huge fan of the whole franchise. So what about you, bro? When did, when did the Pokemon journey started for you as a game? So for me, everything started with Pokemon Red. Uh -huh. So the very first version that we had in Europe back then, so okay. in France. Uh, Pokemon Red was probably the game I played the most in my entire life. No, in terms of hours. In terms of hours. Uh -huh. That's a game I played probably for like five to six years, <laughs> like redoing the game, finishing the Pokedex probably like two, if not three times. Jesus. Uh, and back then, like to trade Pokemon, it was such a pain in the butt. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was complicated. Yeah. And like you had to link with another Game Boy, and especially I remember the very first one. The cable was crazy. <laughs> that that was crazy. But like then I bought the Game Boy Color, mm -hmm. and I remember that that was my moment where I switched to Pokemon Yellow, like the yellow version that I loved. Yeah. But for me, I think I still prefer the red. 
Okay. When, when I think about those times, even though like Pikachu was following you and that mm -hmm. was super cute and you could interact with him. I love the yellow version, but for me, there is no Pokemon game that could surpass uh, Pokemon Red. And why do you think that is? Uh, what is so magic about Pokemon Red? Choosing between Bulbasaur, uh -huh. Charmander, or Squirtle. Having like, choices. Yeah, having game. choices. Uh -huh. Getting like those three that were crazy beautiful and like you wanted to pet them like all the time <laughs> i remember like sometimes i was just like switching on my game boy just to see them seeing my party and being like yeah. oh those are my friends i was crazy yeah. back then yeah i remember doing that too. yeah and like another thing that like that uh, that happened in my life is that i had friends that had the gamecube mm -hmm. around those times mm -hmm. just after the nintendo 64 and I remember that Pikachu was my main character when I was playing Smash. Oh. And that means a lot because for me, Pokemon is not just about like those games. That it's, is true. It's a journey. Like for me, Pokemon was present in my entire life. Like yeah. throughout my life, I had a Pokemon game pretty much at every moment in my life. Exactly. And I, and I think this is it's something that we can all relate because Nintendo has this... Um, it's really their thing to be able to translate a given f successful franchise to many games, right? Mm -hmm. And I believe that when you, you decide to get a big game like Smash and then choose your main character, which is already something mm -hmm. sort of special, right? Especially with so many options that yes. are out there. And then you relate with Pikachu in your case. Pika, Pika. And <laughs> I had to do it, bro. You had every to do it. Every time you'll say Pikachu, I'm going to do Pika, Pika. <laughs> Can I say it? Oh, that's cute. <laughs> and and so I, I can really see that uh, it actually made Smash for you even more special mm -hmm. just because you could you were able to find uh, Pokemon in there as well. Mm -hmm. But what about other versions of the, the story? I know that there were many afterwards, oh. including for, for Game Boy and other consoles, right? Yeah, completely. One thing that I remember, and I think that a lot of like young kids can relate to these kind of stories too, is that... Every time I wanted a new console, there was a Pokemon game that was like linked with that console. So mm -hmm. for instance, I bought the Game Boy Advance SP, the one with the retro lighted screen. That wow. was so, such an amazing really high thing. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> and at that time, I got the Sapphire and Pearl, mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. Uh, and yeah, like every time I... Pokemon was always an excuse to buy the new Nintendo Nintendo console. And for me, that was a big thing. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge because I think many consoles are actually sold mm -hmm. because of this game. Yeah, I right? know. People would justify buying a new console just for one game, mm -hmm. which is always amazing, right? That's what I think too. Yeah. That's what I think too. So like every time that was the excuse, for instance, to buy the Nintendo DS with Pokemon X and Y. Ah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, I know. And I... I I love Pokemon mm. in general. And one big thing that happened in my life, was it three, four years ago? I don't mm. remember. Pokemon Go. Okay, all right. Yeah. I think it was the reinvention, right? It's Pokemon for grown-ups. That's how I feel. Because I we had all these amazing games and games, uh, basically named a few of them. And then... It's not like it disappeared because Pokemon was never gone, mm -hmm. for sure. But... When Pokemon Go came out, I remember seeing all these grown-ups, co-workers, even professors sometimes at university, 
staring at their phones and catching Pokemon in the wild. What, what the hell was that? That was amazing, right? I started Pokemon Go on the on the very first day of the launch. Like, I was a, I'm still a huge fan, so I played for probably thousands of hours. Yeah. I I'm not I'm not gonna say that I collected them all on Pokemon Go, but I'm close to it. I'm level 36, if not 37. So I'm not mm -hmm. at level 40. I'm not a hardcore player, <laughs> but still yeah, I love are. Pokemon. And for me, like being able to have your, like not your team, but your party, being able to fight with your friends recently. I just love it. Right. I just I, love it. I remember that when the this Pokemon Go came out, I was still a little bit, how can I say? I, I wasn't for sure the one that would download the game right away mm -hmm. uh, i'm not a person who plays many games on their phone mm -hmm. so it's it's really not my thing and i remember that you were, were playing a lot and yes. you and you finally convinced me to download it right. and i went from oh it's cool i just caught this pokemon uh -huh. in the wild too let's go to that yeah. raid and get all this pokemon uh -huh. it was it was really immersive and uh -huh. i was immediately caught up Right. Do you remember our first X-ray, bro? Trying to catch a Mewtwo. If I remember. That was, oh. like, amazing, But right? you didn't catch it. No, oh. no. Oh, that was so annoying. But yeah. But anyhow, it's it's just incredible what they did. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's worth to mention that it's a game that is supposed to be played outside, outdoors. It's supposed to make you walk. It's supposed yes. to make you collaborate with other uh -huh. people. And I think for the kids and even grown-ups out there like us, <laughs> this is actually a really good idea, yes. right? To put us outside, uh -huh. to make us exercise, uh -huh. to go to different locations. Mm -hmm. And I remember reading crazy news about people invading other people's backyard oh, because I they know. found a Pokemon that's, there. That's so and, and so it was really a fever. And I'm mm -hmm. not even talking about the US only. I oh, mean, in no. Brazil, it was the same. It was and I bet in, in France, it was also oh, similar. So it was so big. Really, and it, it, genius move from them to create such a game and then the franchise came up with a, an amazing idea in my opinion mm. they tried to link pokemon go the big phenomenon to yeah. a big like pokemon game pokemon let's go exactly. eevee and pikachu and now we are finally talking about the big pokemon games of our generation exactly. and for nintendo switch exactly right so like a lot of people were considering those games as as the like next step in terms of like graphics and everything correct i i did not play the game that much because uh -huh. for me i love my yellow version but i'm telling you like i'm a big red fan so mm -hmm. like pokemon red and for me even though i really loved like the the graphics and everything on that game i remember that like the way of catching pokemons it was it was for kids it okay. wasn't for me for me Catching a Pokemon is always about fighting. I see. You have to weaken your Pokemon before mm -hmm. catching it. It's a lot of strategy involved. Yeah. And that's the way I play Pokemon. So I was not fully convinced by, by that by that game. Mm -hmm. What about you, bro? Well, bro, um, Pokemon Let's Go, first of all, it came out with two options. Mm -hmm. And which I always think it's a very smart choice in terms of marketing mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, it really makes us... Uh, First, you have this decision to make, and I think giving this power to us, game gamers, the consumers, is that always smart. Because mm -hmm. then you already start debating, oh, which one should I get? And this usually makes people talk about the game more, right? And sometimes buy two copies if necessary. Oof. So 
it's, it's I was that guy, <laughs> right? It, it, it's very smart. So I immediately went for um, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had no doubts. I love Eevee. Pika, I think Pika. he's super cute. <laughs> uh, but I was like, okay, I'm going to go for Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Why? And, well, Pikachu is one of my favorite Pokemon. And is has it because ever of the been. yellow version? It is definitely. But I think it's more about the temper okay. of Pikachu from the uh-huh. anime. Okay. You know, it's mm-hmm. just this uh, wild, very, you know strong personality that Pikachu had and and the way that him and Ash bonded eventually mm-hmm. and I, I've always liked him mm-hmm. and I and, and I have bunnies and he reminds me of bunnies too mm. like an electric bunny and that's an electric I don't know I, I love I just love Pikachu I love Pikachu too Pika, Pika. And, and when I started playing this game I I immediately went nuts and I even got mm. the Pokeball Plus. Oh, right. okay. Tell us everything about a Pokeball Plus. So, and that's the thing. I think one of the major differences that Pokemon Let's Go brought mm-hmm. was the idea of including motion. Mm-hmm. So the way that you throw the Pokeball and that actually has a, an immediate translation to Pokemon Go, right? Yes. Because it was all about how you throw the, the mm-hmm. Pokeball. Sure. And doing these excellent moves, and sometimes you spin, and, and so you on. You have so to spin all the time, bro. That's exactly. Part of the thing. That, that's part of the thing, right? Uh-huh. Who, who I, I had like uh, finger marks on my phone because <laughs> of doing that. And so, um, and and I thought it would be a good idea, even though the Joy Cons can do just as fine mm-hmm. for the the motion controls. I thought, well, since I'm gonna get this game anyways, and the Pokeball looks so cute, mm-hmm. I decided to 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 buy it. And the idea was really just to to play the game with it because it has everything that you need to play the game. I agree. And uh, throwing the Pokeball, using a Pokeball makes the mm-hmm. game extremely immersive because you even see different colors depending on the Pokemon that you're trying to catch. Mm. And remember when the, the Pokeball, this little button in the middle kind of uh, yes. uh, blinks yes. depending on how whether you're going to get it or yes. not and, and uh-huh. it shakes. So oh. it really is a game changer in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so what I did not realize is that you could even use the Pokeball for strolls. <laughs> so that's something that we are going to talk about later yes. because it yeah. works for, for the newest games as well. But that was amazing to mm-hmm. me because then you can choose the, the Pokemon that you want to bring either from your party or a Pokemon that, just, that you just caught in the wild and mm-hmm. you want to make them stronger. So you put them in your Pokeball mm-hmm. and you walk with them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they even uh, make noises and then they are trying to play. And if you respond and play with them, which is basically just shaking yeah. the, the Pokeball or something like this, mm-hmm. you get XP points and candy and, and other stuff. So really immersive. And I absolutely adore the game. Okay. And uh, the second major change that I think it brought was the fact that you can see the Pokemon in the water. That's a game changer. And we are going to talk a lot about that because I think this made Mm -hmm. the game 10 times better than any other version there was out there. Exactly. And like, of course, we'll re-talk about that later. But like, in my opinion, that's that's the feature that makes you like not want to play the previous games. Exactly. Being able to see Pokemon was meant to be. For me, that's the way you should be able to play Pokemon. Like, you should be able to see the Pokemon. Exactly. You should be able to either chase after them or basically not being 
bother and I know. bugged all the time, right? Oh, uh, that's that's one thing I hated about the previous version. Exactly. But I was so used to it that in uh -huh. the end, I was not complaining so much about yeah. it. I mean, we, we should we talk about that later. But... Absolutely, because this is definitely a game changer and it's true for the newest game. And mm -hmm. let's talk about the newest game now. Okay. So uh, I am here in front of Guillaume and I have next to us two very thick, shiny books. Yes. Uh, which are Pokemon Guide mm -hmm. for the new Pokemon game that came out, mm -hmm. Sword and Shield. Mm -hmm. And Guillaume is obviously a huge fan yes. and he knows a lot about the game. So, bro... What is this game? Tell me, when did you get it? What made you decide between one and the other? Okay, so first I have Pokemon Shield. Mm -hmm. Why? Because my wife loves Ponita. And ah. yeah, so I had to buy the, the Shield. Because that's something that like, that's a game and that's a franchise that we play usually with my wife. And wow. So we have those like evenings where we play together and that's why I bought the guides because I'm usually the ones, the one reading them, and she's playing. So I'm trying to that's help. That's amazing. I, I know, I know. And for us, it's really important. That's part of our thing. Mm. Uh, so two guides. You mentioned two guides. One of them is the Pokédex, the official one, the Galar Region Pokédex, and mm. the second one is the official uh, strategy guide. So like the. Like to, to help you throughout your journey. So like explaining every Pokemon that every fighter has and everything. So, so that's pretty amazing. Supposed to make your journey easier. Not just easier, but to get the most out of your journey, okay. in my opinion. So like, for instance, if you're a huge guy that, like, if you're a guy that loves to collect everything mm -hmm. or get all the hats or tops, because like that game, in that game, you can buy shirts and everything, clothes, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's not a thing that I love, by the way, but oh. uh, that's fine. So, like, we have two guides, and usually Pauline is playing. I'm reading the guides. Of course, I play that game too, but it's more on my session on my Switch. And okay. I, 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 so, I, you're telling me that this is an actual game uh -huh. that is even putting families, in my family opinion, members to, pay, to play together? I think that Pokemon Let's Go was probably a better option for this kind of thing. But uh, in my opinion, I love Shield and that's what I love with the, sh the, the Switch too. Okay. You can play on your TV, gather the family around, right. play Pokemon together, choosing whether you should catch this one or not. Uh -huh. And of course, my baby is way too small. He's like turning one in a couple of weeks. No. But like I would love to replay that game with him being five or something. I am not sure that Pauline will be fine with that. Uh, we'll <laughs> I see. bet you will. But yeah, that, that for me that's a family game. Uh -huh. That's definitely well, a family that, game. That's amazing. And so, the Switch is helping. That's what I'm saying. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's an amazing game for an extraordinary console that is mm -hmm. there really for this purpose, right? To mm -hmm. to gather people and make it entertaining. So. I have to say that I actually got the game, and mm -hmm. I think for the first time, mm -hmm. we have an episode of Game Bros where we strongly disagree about <laughs> one game. <laughs> Which is good. Which is always good, because I think you guys are going to get to uh, listen to two different yes. opinions of the same game and really uh, make your choice in the end, right? So let's first talk about the IGN score because yes. it's what we usually do mm -hmm. right bro and it was considered uh, a great game mm -hmm. with a score of 9.3 which I think it's really high yes 
And I think huge games like, uh, for example, The Witcher 3 received mm -hmm. very similar. 9.4 or something like yeah. that. So yeah, it's exactly. Really so, I mean, it, it's considered an amazing game, it, it right? It is an amazing game. Uh, but what about you? I want to know now, using our scores. Yes, our ranking. Our ranking. So, bro, I'm not going to lie. For me, it's definitely a five cups. Like, oh, I'm gonna, I think I'm that's gonna, our first five cups. That's my first five cups. Uh, I would, I, I'm pretty sure that in the future I would have all the five cups to like mm -hmm. just give to games. But for me, since I got my Switch, there's only two games that would get five cups Breath of the Wild, mm -hmm. Zelda, Oof. of course, and the second one would be that one. Wow. Why? Because I'm a huge fan. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. And because for me, that game is about reinvention of the franchise and they did a major step forward in my opinion with that game okay it's definitely not perfect mm -hmm. it's not there yet but in my opinion it's a huge step forward nice it's a game that i love uh -huh. i would stay awake for days <laughs> not just one night <laughs> for days just to be able to play that game if i had no kids and no wife, uh -huh. I would play more, definitely. <laughs> and I think I would, I, I would have gotten them all, like the 400. Uh -huh. Because that's something I do. For yeah. me, it's all about completion of the Pokedex. And we'll talk about that later, the, the Pokedex, the way they did it in that game. But mm -hmm. it's five cups of coffee. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's really nice. And, and I can see how passion and passionate you are about this game and the whole mm -hmm. uh, concept of sword and shield and I, and I think it's very justifiable and mm -hmm. and I agree with you that it's uh it's not only for you many people love it including and, people from IGN and bro like you said you disagree with me so what about your ranking but that's the thing so I got so when I bought it I bought the Pokemon sword mm -hmm. because uh, I'm gonna be honest it was probably the the most stupid way of choosing maybe but i looked at the two possible evolutions of the legendary mm -hmm. uh pokemon that is on the the dogs the, on the very front mm -hmm. of the game and mm -hmm. uh and i i found the one the sword one really i don't know like powerful and okay so it's like i'm gonna go for that one right and that's something i didn't like for instance for me having a sword in your fucking mouth doesn't make sense <laughs> How would you run with a sword in your mouth? Uh, it, I think it's awesome. No, they can I, I, slice it. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know. I, I, I think it, it, looks, it looks really nice. Okay. But, but then I started playing this game. And mm -hmm. I'm going to tell specifics about why I don't mm -hmm. like this game. But I actually returned it. Mm -hmm. I did not keep the game. And I will give a two cups Ooh. for this game. Okay. That's so, beautiful. yeah, that's, that's a very different score here than uh, what you gave and I think we can actually debate that but bro yes did you realize that this game is gonna be our like lowest ranking so far oh my god I'm so sorry for that I'm so, <laughs> I'm, I'm so disappointed oh, I'm so I think sorry. I'm gonna cry now <laughs> please don't <laughs> I won't I won't because I want to hear everything about like what you didn't like yeah and I think that like the audience our audience will like to hear about what I like exactly yeah and I think it's going to be really constructive because what I realized is that watching tons of videos about that game on YouTube and everything, I think that people are really biased towards Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And um, I realized that people tend to like that game. Yeah. 
And I think it's going to be really interesting for our listeners to hear your points, bro. Mm -hmm. Because some people might not like it, just like you. And I think it's really important to tell them in advance if they did not buy the game. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So let's jump into it. Exactly. I think we should start with the reinvention of the franchise. All right. Let, let's do that. So, um, so that's one of my major concerns about this game. When, when I saw the announcements of this game and I saw the proposed open world and the new characters in general... I think maybe I had really high expectations about what would be the beginning of the game. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was the first disappointment, in my opinion. Okay. So what happens is that you're still the same kid. In a not not cute... technically the same, because you can be a girl, which okay. is great, too. Yeah, I, I really like that. They started with X and Y, if I'm not mistaken. Uh -huh. Like So now you can be a girl, and I think it's really great because right. my wife doesn't like to play to play as a boy makes perfect and sense so that's something that she loves about that game so she's a girl uh -huh. and i think it makes perfect sense yeah me too mm -hmm. i mean the, the the fact that you can choose the gender is mm -hmm. is absolutely amazing i think more games should actually mm -hmm. uh start using this this oh, concept agree. right but um my thing was uh, when when i said the same kid is because you're essentially in the same contest as always you always started as this kid that apparently grew up in a in a nice house mm -hmm. and had all this dream about being a pokemon trainer mm -hmm. and uh and then the storyline in principle for me was pretty much the same because i saw the same idea of choosing one of the three pokemons that you want to start with and and so in my opinion what i really expected to see in this game was a fresh start so I don't know something really different okay. like your your kid that never actually I don't know the resources to become a Pokemon trainer mm -hmm. and then you find this Pokemon in the wild and you don't even have a Pokeball but you bond with him mm -hmm. or her and 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 you raise them and and you start like from the very bottom or I don't know something completely different from what we saw before mm -hmm. right so this was one of my first disappointment okay. with the game and although I agree with you on yeah. that uh, that would be super fresh and mm -hmm. great because I'm a hardcore fan, yeah. for me being able to like to choose your Pokemon at the very beginning of Poke a Pokemon game is part of the game too. Everything is gonna change like for your adventure, for your like later adventure, based on that choice that you're making at the very beginning. And in my opinion, being able to choose between three, so usually it's like grass, fire, mm -hmm. and water. Right as usual yeah uh, even though now they are trying to mix the types which makes a lot of sense in my opinion so it's not just like water usually like later it's like water and poison like water and poison but like they are trying to mix the types okay and in my opinion it's part of it and i love having to make that choice bro i see that's always part of my journey when i start a pokemon game and usually when i restart the game what i do is just to choose another one i see because everything changed from that part because like usually i keep my starter my pokemon that i choose at the very beginning mm -hmm. i keep it throughout the game yeah that's that's a pokemon that i know for sure won't leave my party i see usually my pokemon that i got from the start it's it's, it's a commitment yeah it stays with me uh -huh. all the time so every time i'm like rebegin like doing a new beginning like restarting the game yeah if i'm changing the pokemon 
you can guess that my part that my party will be different in my mm -hmm. case and so that's why for me it's really important to choose no, that's very three. Th th i already love this episode because mm -hmm. we really have different opinions about the same mm -hmm. uh given subject of the game and i think this is going to be very useful for our listeners I agree. and i wonder if you have a different opinion about my next topic oh. which is the new pokemon so oh. uh okay when i was introduced to the pokemon franchise and the whole idea of pokemon we had the original 151 if i'm not mistaken mm -hmm. am i right including mm -hmm. mewtwo and mew right yeah so mewtwo was the 150 and mew was the 150 okay exactly so one of the things i immediately loved about pokemon mm -hmm. was the concept of every single one of them so mm -hmm. I, I see behind every single one of the, the original 151 Pokemon creativity. Yeah. People actually put thought on them, mm -hmm. you know? So from even from uh, something that could be maybe a little less uh, or maybe a little bit more predictable, like a Pikachu, so like an electrical bunny mm -hmm. or a mouse. I'm not sure exactly what yeah, I animal think they say mouse, a mouse. Yeah. A bunny. He looks just like oh, a bunny. It is a bunny. Yeah. And then to another Pokemon, for example, Psyduck, which is a oh. crazy duck that has headaches and psychic power. So uh, what I'm saying is that when I uh, got introduced to the different Pokemon, I was like, wow, they were so creative. They yeah. have content behind them, mm -hmm. you know? And then the new Pokemon, and of course, this is not uh, something that Sword and Shield brought. It started way before, mm -hmm. even in Game Boys and, and so yeah. on. That they introduced the new Pokemon, so the Generation 2 mm -hmm. was actually pretty fun as well. I mm -hmm. remember really liking Pokemon like Totodile, for mm -hmm. example. So it was in the gold version in that case, okay. if I'm not mistaken. And there you go. Uh -huh. it's, it's good to have a Pokemon <laughs> next yeah. to me. And so uh, that, that second generation, I, I, I really dig it. I think they did a good job as mm -hmm. well. From there forward, mm -hmm. I was like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. They look at things... You know, they, they open a, a door of their hotel room and they look at the first thing they see. Oh, this could be a Pokemon. That's mm -hmm. how I feel it right now. Mm -hmm. So when I started seeing the new Pokemon that are available now, mm -hmm. and I, I, I immediately got frustrated. I was like, okay. they lost their essence. The Pokemon are not so well thought about anymore. Mm -hmm. And for me, the major proof of what I'm saying now is the damn cake Pokemon. Oh, no. I when I saw sure. that damn cake Pokemon, I was like, unfortunately, yeah. they lost it. <laughs> but the thing is, so to tell you everything about that Alcremie thing, uh, Alcremie can, can Gigantamax, so it has a Gigantamax yeah. form, and the Gigantamax form is actually a cake. Oh, God. Which makes, in my opinion, and I'm with you there, bro, doesn't make sense. No. Pokemons, they, those are like the little creatures that they created throughout like the years because Pokemon was created more than 25 years ago. Um, oh, we are old. Yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> I know. And uh, so what I realized is that throughout the years, yes, they were becoming less and less creative, probably. And for me, one example, so like you were mentioning Alcremie, for me, one example would be Meowth, like mm. the, the new Galar version. I mean, it's on the guide. I'm going to just show that guy and show that pokemon to my to my bro mm. but that would oh, be Jesus. the that would be the meowth galar version it looks so uh unfortunately you cannot see but uh if i had to describe well actually if i had to say if you showed me without telling me what pokemon mm -hmm. it was mm -hmm. i would never be able to guess that this is meowth yeah but that that is 
So, uh, I mean, they actually did a pretty good redesign and actually it's pretty cool. It mm -hmm. looks like a, a devilish version yeah, of Meowth. Exactly. So, Just like Ponita. Nice. So, what I like with that game, so I'm, I'm with you for those bad Pokemons because for me, like, bad, a bad design is a bad design. Yeah. So, like, if I don't like the Pokemon, I don't like the Pokemon. But usually what I do is just to catch it, put it in my, like, in a box on my PC computer, mm -hmm. whatever, and just don't let, don't look at it anymore. Okay. So, but for the rest, regarding the rest, in my opinion, they were pretty creative. So, for mm -hmm. instance, the legendary dogs, they look beautiful. Okay. That's something I loved. I think that the redesign that they did for like some Pokemon's Meowth, for instance, uh -huh. I, I mean, they were pretty creative. Okay. Those are not the best. Definitely uh -huh. not the best. Far-fetched. Oh my god. So you oh, have, the you bird have... with the little stick. Yes. Yeah. So that's a sword version only Pokemon. Okay. And that's why I wanted to buy the sword too. <laughs> and my wife was like, no, I want Ponita. So yeah, we bought the shield. Uh, and, and in the end, I preferred uh, the legendary dog in shield. Okay. It makes more sense to me. Uh -huh. I think they did a pretty good job, bro. I see. Um, one thing I didn't like, and we'll mention Gigantamax later in the, in the episode, uh, I, that's something I didn't get at first. So I had to watch a lot of videos about it because for me, it still doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Why would you create a mega evolution right. that you would call Gigantamax uh -huh. and only for certain type of, po like for certain Pokemons and not for all of them? It's kind of weird. Right. That That's, I, I think it's a really good link to the next point because it's still thinking about what could have been new and innovative mm -hmm. about Pokemon, the Dynamax and Gigantamax add a new layer of interaction, I think, yes. especially for battling. Mm -hmm. And I, I understand what they meant mm -hmm. by that, but I just don't buy the idea. Okay. And I think it's really nice that you bought it. So uh, I remember watching the trailers yes. and I remember being extremely excited when I saw the kids uh, running around in mm -hmm. what I thought would be an open road. And um, and uh, I'm, I mean, facing a bunch of different creatures and I liked the graphics immediately and was like, okay, this seems to be extremely promising. And then they cut to a scene where you're fighting and they have this huge Pokeball that they throw mm -hmm. and then boom, there's this gigantic Pokemon. And I was like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. Why a gigantic Pokemon? Mm -hmm. So tell me what is your opinion about the Dynamax and uh, Gigantamax which I don't actually even understand the difference so what I what I love about the guides is that you can really read about those kind of phenomenon mm. okay and for me at first when I saw the trailers I was like that's just stupid guys exactly. why would you do that but I actually played a lot of mm -hmm. Pokemon Shield and what I realized is that for me it does make sense let me explain everything what they say is that Dynamax or Gigantamax, so first it's linked with a star thing, whatever, that you have on your uh, on your arm, whatever. What but like, it's an actual piece of a star, something that yeah, fell? Yeah, that helps you project a Pokemon uh. to a bigger level. But actually, like the Pokemon that is big is not that big. That, that, just, that, that is just a projection of your Pokemon. So oh. you don't have to think about that Pokemon being gigantic. It's just a projection of your tiny Pokemon, but just a bigger form. Mm. That's Dynamax. Okay? okay. But they are actually slightly better 
in terms of HP points. So like the, the health points are like slightly better. So it's slightly, I actually thought there was a big change. So it's 50% more. Okay. But if you think about it, it's not like 20 times more uh, because like when you see the Pokemon, the size wise, it's size wise, it should be times. 30 times <laughs> more. Right? And so it's just a projection. It makes your Pokemon slightly better, but that's only for three turns of battle. Okay, mm. so when you have this Dynamax activated, mm -hmm. your Pokemon will be a dyna in its Dynamax form only for three turns, at least in arenas. Because you have those max raid battles where you fight against a Dynamaxed version of a Pokemon okay. in the wild. And this can be any Pokemon or there are specific ones? So far, so like it's ranked by stars, so uh. like you can go from zero stars to up to five stars. And so what I've seen so far is that you had a you have a pretty diverse range of Pokemon that you can catch as Dynamax version. But what you have to think about is that in these max rate battles, in, in this max rate thing, what you'll have to do is just to defeat the Pokemon to mm. try to catch it. Okay, mm. That's just the point of those Dynamax raids. And what you do is just to defeat the Pokemon, throw a Pokeball at it. And if you catch it, the Pokemon won't be different. Okay, It's not going to be Gigantamax. It's not going to be able to... like just take another form later. Of course, you can still Dynamax it, okay. but Dynamax is just a projection of any Pokemon. So in a given battle, if I choose to Dynamax a given Pokemon... That's Only in gonna... arenas against the boss, okay? Okay. So you cannot Dynamax everywhere uh. against every like any fighter do they the give world. a reasonable explanation there is a physical limitation for that or is just the game imposes this rule? I, I think it's just imposed so uh -huh. what i've seen is that you can either dynamax in those max rate battles because you're fighting a dynamaxed version of a pokemon yeah or against the boss because it's a it's in a big arena you're fighting against the boss mm. and it's just good for the show right okay and that's what they are putting in that game and that's something that i love is that that game is all about fighting. Okay. Let me finish with Gigantamax. So mm -hmm. Gigantamax, I think it's only 10, like 10, 12 Pokemon that can actually be Gigantamaxed. And that's not all of them. So for instance, Charizard can Gigantamax. Okay. Pikachu can Gigantamax. But not all the Pikachus around will be able to Gigantamax. Only one within them will be able to. Okay? So when you catch a given Pokemon in the wild, can you tell before catching them whether they have this ability or not? To be fully honest with you, I didn't. I never catched a Pokemon that was able to Gigantamax. Uh -huh. So far, I got one. Oh, no, I got two, actually. I got Meowth mm -hmm. and I got through a gift, a gift okay. card from like... Uh, Nintendo oh. and the second one was Pikachu because I played let's go Pikachu and I had a safe version I see and I know that this Pikachu will be able to Gigantamax oh, nice because touch. I see the X like that's a that's a symbol that you have just before like the name of your Pokemon that can Gigantamax mm. but what so far what I've seen is that these are pretty rare and it's just like shiny Pokemon. So okay. you can catch a shiny Pokemon in the wild, but you have to catch... I think like the chances to catch one is like one out of like 5,000, wow. 4,000 okay. to catch a shiny Pokemon. So like you will have to catch tons of them just to I be see. able to catch a shiny So one. the idea is really to make you fight for it, right? Yeah. Play enough to mm -hmm. eventually encounter them. Yeah, so yeah. Like, that's the thing. 
And that's what I love about Pokemon 2. It's for hardcore fans. But if you're not a hardcore fan and you don't want to put like so many, like a lot of hours into that game, you can still be the guy defeating the league, defeating the big champion that mm. is Leo in that case. Mm -hmm. And if you're fine with that, you don't have to complete the Pokedex. You don't have to find all the shiny versions of right. every Pokemon. You don't have to find the best Pokemon with mm -hmm. the best IVs. Okay, so that's another like trait of character, like trait for every Pokemon. So uh, to have like the best version of one Pokemon oh, with I the see. six best IVs, so okay. attack and everything. I see. Uh, so um, I think it's important to mention that for the purpose of this podcast, which is to find games that one can enjoy, even if they have little time mm -hmm. to play, I think this is one of the best examples for that. Yes, Am I, oh, right? I agree. I fully agree. If uh, you would, if you want to put a lot of time in that game, you can because like there is a lot of stuff to do in Pokemon. Yeah, usually in every Pokemon game. Okay. But with that one, what I love is that you can probably finish just the story in like 15 hours, probably, yeah. if yeah. not 20. It's exactly what I felt yeah. when I was playing the yellow version. Mm -hmm. I felt like if I had 15 minutes to spare, mm -hmm. I would have little progress, of but course, still. but still progress. Mm -hmm. And I would still feel like, oh, I actually enjoyed these 15 minutes I had to play. And what I love with Pokemon 2 is that the mechanics are not complicated. Yeah. Catching a Pokemon is still super easy. Exactly. You just like try to weaken the Pokemon, throw a ball at it, mm -hmm. boom, you catch it, good. If you don't, that's fine. Fully agree with and you. And you don't have to catch them all. Even if it's the whole purpose of Pokemon, and like from the very beginning, they said, gotta catch them all. Yeah. I don't think you have to. Uh -huh. To enjoy a Pokemon game, I did. I don't think first, I don't think I finished all the versions I had in my entire life. Okay. Some of them, I did not finish them. Yeah, I think some I of did them not were finish really hard. The, uh, X and Y, mm. or Black and White. Like, and when you say finish, is to complete the Pokedex. The Pokedex. Uh -huh. Because for me, finishing a Pokemon game is all about finishing the Pokedex. Exactly. I think this is something that they always uh, embed in their... In their idea of every single game, right? But to that's, really complete your... That's for hardcore players. Yeah. Let, let me be honest with you. If you don't put hundreds of hours, you won't be able to catch them all. Mm -hmm. So although you can have some tricks to catch them all pretty quickly, especially in that game, that's something I don't like, that we will mention later. It's, it's a huge game, but you don't have to play and finish it. Just defeating the league, defeating the big champion is a big achievement mm -hmm. and you can put the game aside and right. for me that's a big adventure really nice too yeah but bro yeah i mean this game and that's my opinion and that's what i love and that's what i'm talking that's why i'm saying it's a reinvention of the franchise what i realized in that game it's not about catching them all it's about being the best fighter mm. that's the pokemon game i was waiting like since the very inception of the franchise okay because even though they started with red with the league like pokemon league and everything defeating those fighters and and so on and so forth mm -hmm. what i realized with that game is that it was actually a big competition so you were like gathering with kid like one of the best like first arena that you're like entering like entering uh. you're with a lot of kids uh, all those guys are competitors and they are trying to be the master Pokemon, right? the big champion, right? Yeah. And that's something I love. For me, Pokemon is a fighting game with Pokemons, right? And that's something I love. With that game, it's a big reinvention, in my opinion. It's more about fighting that, than catching them all. Because the mechanics of that game makes it so that you can evolve your Pokemon while just catching one 
and not just defeating one in the oh, wild. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And like encountering people, camping, making curries with your Pokemon. So like feeding them, uh -huh. uh, trying to pet them, playing with okay, them. Okay, so that's that's actually really nice because it, it really adds another layer. And well, one of the things that I always felt, and you actually even mentioned that at the, the very beginning of the episode, mm -hmm. and I was like, Jesus, I thought it was the only crazy one that did that. <laughs> that you would open sometimes your game just to see your party. Oh, just yeah. to see your Pokemon. Oh. And I remember doing this multiple times. Mm -hmm. You actually, uh, maybe because the cartoon gives you the, the feeling that Pokemon are way more than just creatures that you capture and put them to fight and compete. They're, they're supposed to be your friends. You're supposed to rely on them. And, and it's one of the things that make the game extremely immersive mm -hmm. and super cute. Sure. And now there's this thing, you're, you're saying that you can camp with them. I didn't yes. have the opportunity to do that. Okay, so let's go back probably... 10 years ago, like 10 years ago, what, what, what Nintendo did with this, with the Wii, I think it was the Wii, uh, maybe it was less than 10 years ago, maybe I'm mistaken, but like what I bought back then was a Pokemon game that was called Pokemon Ranch. Maybe I'm mistaken, maybe it's not the game, but like the, the purpose, the whole purpose of that thing was just to have a ranch. And what we, what you could do back then was to transfer your Pokemons from your Nintendo DS to that ranch. Wow. Being able to connect on your Wii, being with your Wiimote and playing with all the Pokemons that you caught in your game, in game, on your Nintendo DS. I think it was the, was it the X or, or white or the, I don't remember, mm. but that was amazing wow. because at that point, and I was with Pauline at the time, and I remember that like we were playing both of us transferring our Pokemon and then looking at them for probably 20 minutes, not every day, but like every other day, looking at them in the ranch and interacting with him, with them. It was not, it was super immersive. Wow. It was great. Yeah. It was on the TV. That was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And what I realized is that with this camping, they brought this aspect to that game. So what you can do with your Pokemon when you're in the wild areas, yeah. uh, you can camp. <laughs> and you can cook for them and after cooking you can play and throw balls at them or like pet them or do stuff and i think it's like that this is an amazing part of the game too wow because that's really cute this time your party they are really your friends so then uh let me see if i get this straight you have yes. a party which is usually composed of six pokemon yeah that's six pokemon and then you can basically uh release all of them from the pokeball so they're all gonna be there with you so you have your tent somewhere and uh, like they are with you okay in the wild not really the wild but like they are in a closed environment uh, and so like first they are playing together okay so some of them won't interact with you unless ah. you whistle towards them so then okay. they come and that's that's oh that's so that's, cute. that's magic yeah that's really I love cute that. and what i realized too is that yeah you can play with them and see them interacting mm -hmm. and that's something that i love okay let, let, no, let me I, be honest. I, I get it 100 because one of the things i loved about pokemon let's go pikachu and eevee mm -hmm. was that you could choose to have always your either uh, Pikachu or Eevee with you. Mm -hmm. It's just with you all the time, which is super cute. And mm -hmm. the bonding is just happening. You mm -hmm. don't even oh, realize, yeah. but it's really awesome. And then you get to choose another Pokemon from your party to release from the Pokeball. Mm -hmm. And in that game, you can even uh, like ride them. So for example, if they're big enough, like yeah. Onyx or Arcanine, mm -hmm. they, they, it's a whole new level of interaction. You can even look at them and see how they're feeling and mm -hmm. if they really like you or not. So 
it, it sounds silly, and I, I hope our listeners can relate to it I to this. But will. I think it's amazing. I right? think it's amazing. Too. And and when you told me about this camping and cooking, so for example, when you cook for your Pokemon, yes. What what are the consequences for that? Can you actually level them up a little mm -hmm. faster if you do so? Completely, mm. and that's the purpose of it. Like you don't have to camp first. Mm. So like if you are a hardcore fan, but for you camping is silly and cooking is silly too. You don't have to do it's it. Your, it's completely up to it, you. It's really up to oh, you. Oh, that's nice. It's just like buying shirts and hats and everything. So for okay. me, that thing is not for me. I'm uh -huh. not gonna spend my money on buying shirts. And they have a huge amount oh. of possibilities, right? For uh, fashion. Completely. <laughs> but for me, that's not my thing. So uh. usually when Pauline is playing, she's She's on like doing that by yourself uh -huh. and I'm just reading a guide or whatever. That's nice, which means that they can actually uh, put a lot of people with different yeah, exactly. opinions oh, together, completely. right? Yeah. So like this fashion aspect is not for me, but camping, you can make them evolve so much faster. Mm. And it does make sense because your Pokemon, when they love you, exactly. in theory, they should level up. And yeah. that's what we saw in the animes throughout the years. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. It's not just about fighting. Mm -hmm. It's about bonding. And then they will just evolve and like become better and at, at battles and everything. Exactly. So that's something that I love about this yeah, like, camping that, aspect. That, that, that's really cool. And uh, I mean, I remember that when, when I was a child, my, my mom was usually like trying to see what I was watching just to make sure I wasn't mm -hmm. seeing anything, I don't know, too violent. And I remember that she saw uh, two Pokemon fighting. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember what it was. And she was a little bit concerned when she saw it. She was like, well, what's the concept of this, this cartoon to teach mm -hmm. my kids that their pets are supposed to fight one another? Mm -hmm. And I remember that she was a little bit afraid. Yeah. And then uh, she decided to spend a little bit more time. And she found out that it's much more about bonding mm -hmm. and taking good care of them than having the actual fight mm -hmm. and no one actually gets seriously damaged i mean yeah. you're not gonna see pokemon bleeding or anything no. so so then i think she she understood that and then according to you in this new game even the rivalry that the other yeah. previous games created so yeah. you always have this kid you're supposed to compete with all the time mm -hmm. and you're fighting each other all the time and and it was Another thing that was maybe a little bit concerning for the parents, yeah. what is your idea of this new interaction with your best friend or yeah. the, the new rival? So like your unquote. rival is your best friend. Uh, I don't remember the name of that guy. Oh. Probably <laughs> Pablito for you. Yeah, okay, so like you, you are my rival, right? <laughs> so in that, in that case, what happens is that this guy is your best friend and his big brother is the big champion. He is the guy. He's the guy. Leo mm. with the big Charizard, uh -huh. Daikan, Gigantamax. Okay. And I mean, that's that's great. That's awesome because in that case, he's your friend. So whenever you're fighting with him, it's more uh, an internal competition just to see where you are one from another, like if one is better or not. And usually I like it's super easy to win against him because that guy is stupid first uh, so let's say that you're picking, so it's not me you know, so like so if you're picking the grass pokemon that guy is gonna take the water one instead of the fire one so like at first he, he's oh. just making a stupid choice because okay. he's weak and this, it's always like that it's he's always, always going like to that. choose the weak always. pokemon type okay always. i didn't know that. always so i think i'm stupid too because i started with the grass pokemon <laughs> grookey and, uh, and, and I know that I will have to confront, in mm. the end, Leo, that has a Charizard. Uh. Not a great choice from my part. I should have chosen the, <laughs> the water one. I don't care. 
I loved Grookey and you have to make choice like and just choose the one that you like the most. Okay, and can, that's you, what can I you catch the other two in the in the wild? I don't think so. I think I it's see. really just like the other oh, versions. So it's like a really important decision in the beginning. Bro, it's not really because if uh. you're a hardcore fan, what you would do is just to get a friend around, play for like probably 20, 30, 40 minutes and trade those Pokemon with your friend. Okay. That's what we usually do with Pauline. Uh -huh. This time we only have one Switch yeah. and I actually considered buying another Switch so that we could trade Pokemon. Okay, listen to that, guys. Yes. Look at the power of yeah. Pokemon games. Yeah, that, right. that's the thing. Pokemon is a crazy game. Mm -hmm. Every time we were playing Pokemon with my wife, we had two consoles. Mm -hmm. Just like that game is crazy because you want to trade all the time. Like the Pokemon you cannot catch in your version. Of course, you want the other version to be able to trade them. Usually at first, when I start a Pokemon game, I don't want one of the three. Out exactly. Of the three. It's I such a hard choice, right? Yeah. I want all of them. So usually what we do with Pauline and okay... It's crazy, I know. We buy two consoles. We buy like two games, like the the the, the, the one and the other, like the the, the In the this case, would be Sword and Shield, exactly. for example. And what we would do is just to start with trading all those three, but two times. So like we would have six Pokemon total, uh -huh. so that she would start all over again, or I would start all over again, and then trade me back those. Three. Okay. So you can do it with five if you think about it. So mm -hmm. like one would have three and one would have two plus the one is choosing. Right. And that's usually what we do. So it takes probably an hour tops. But usually we spend that first hour. Well, you you that. guys are a very smart couple. Uh, I, I, I never thought of that. Maybe because Kanye, my wife, really doesn't like games. <laughs> <laughs> but that's something we do. Uh -huh. And that's something we love about Pokemon. Because uh -huh. at, the, at the moment you get the three first, usually the first three are really good. I see. And if you like... If you still have them in your party at the very end of the game, mm -hmm. usually they are really, really Yeah, good. makes perfect sense. It has always been like this. These, mm -hmm. these Pokemon are usually uh, really powerful ones and they will grow with you and they mm -hmm. will probably evolve and uh, differently from Pikachu. Uh, let's go Pikachu and Eevee that they, they never evolve, but, but that's important. So going back to that point, so you think that the actual new rival is not giving you the same sensation of 100% competition. It's more like a brotherhood. It's, someone a, it's who is... a friendly competition. Okay. And that's something I love. Of course, you will have other rivals throughout the story, uh -huh. but your big rival is not your rival. It's your best friend. Okay. And you will try to make him better because usually you're better than mm -hmm. him. And it's always in a positive way. That's very Every nice. Every time you're fighting, it's always positive. And that's, that's something a, that's I love. That's a really nice yeah. touch. So... We, we are here talking about the different battles and, and Guillaume already said that this game is even more about battling and being a good Pokemon trainer in this regard than essentially catching them all. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things I like the most, and uh, even though I don't own the game anymore, mm -hmm. I still watch videos on YouTube of people fighting online. Oh. And for the first time, I realized that a Pokemon game is complex enough so that only having a good Pokemon from each type is not enough for you to become an extraordinary battler. You I know agree. what I mean? I agree. So when, when I see people with equivalent levels mm -hmm. of uh, Pokemons battling online, it's all about the strategy in the end. Mm -hmm. So what movies you're going to use first, how, oh. uh, what Pokemon type you're going to use first, you're going to make them slower mm -hmm. or maybe... Uh, build a shield so that all the attacks are going to be mm -hmm. decreased and, and so on. 
So I think if you combine all the different types and um, also all the different attacks that they currently have, it, it, it really becomes a fun game to play, even mm -hmm. if it's just the battling. And, mm -hmm. and, and oh, sure. What's your opinion about that? Have you, have you seen videos or have you played online so far? I, so I'm not a big online guy, so usually uh -huh. I don't play online. But what I realize is that that game is complex. Sure. And if you are a hardcore gamer, and I don't think that our audience will be composed of those guys, <laughs> yeah. of course, what I love with Pokemon 2 is that you can be a fucking hardcore gamer okay. with that game. Because there are so many things to catch, to collect, to like make your Pokemons better. Mm -hmm. I talked about the IVs, like IV, IV points. Right. And so, yeah, Pokemon has always been really complex. Mm -hmm. Although a lot of people just think it's just about collecting them all and then boom, you're done. Exactly. People are putting thousands of hours onto those games because although it, it seems simple, it's highly complex. Mm -hmm. If you want the best party, you will have to find the good Pokemons with the best IV points. Mm -hmm. You will have to... Okay, something that I love about that game too is that whenever you're changing, like choosing a new attack for your Pokemon, remember when they evolve, usually you have to replace oh, an attack Oh yeah, right. You have a limited yeah. amount of moves four, you can learn. Moves. Yeah. And what what is great with that game, in my opinion, and that's why I'm saying it's more a fighting game in that case, and that's what I love about that game too, is that anytime you forget a move, before, you needed a CT just to relearn the move, right? Right. Now, in every Pokemon Center, you'll be able to relearn the, the move that you forgot in the no past. No way. For every Pokemon that you have. That's very nice. And I think that this is an amazing thing. That's a very nice touch, for and, sure. And so I'm going to put a link like towards this, like, of these kind of videos mm. in our show notes. But I, I think that like, this game is highly complex. And that's something that people, if you doubt about buying this game, just about like, like that is just about collecting Pokemon. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you guys, it's way more than that. Okay. It's more about fighting in my opinion. And of course you should catch them all, but it's highly complex. But every Pokemon game was like always, has always been complex. Like that people just don't but realize it. it, it but it's just getting better and oh, better. Oh, in my opinion, right? it's yeah. getting better. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I understand what they're trying to do and maybe the the trade-off for in adding all this complexity and all these layers in the game was that the actual conception of the different pokemon but that's something we we sort of already spoke about yes so another bummer in my opinion yes when i got the game was that i remember when i bought the pokeball plus mm -hmm. uh, uh, everyone was talking about the fact that pokemon let's go pikachu and eevee were just a really nice reinvention of the yellow version mm -hmm. so everyone said don't expect to be completely new because that's not the pokemon game yet <laughs> but they always said the cool thing is that if you invest your i believe it was 40 or 50 bucks for the pokemon 50. plus 50 mm -hmm. uh, don't be afraid it's going to be a very uh nice controller for pokemon let's go but it will also work for sword and shield which is not the case. Which is not the case. So what I did was I played my entire Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu game using my Pokeball Plus. Mm -hmm. And I loved it for all the additions, including, of course, the fact that it comes with a Mew inside. So, <laughs> ah, that was amazing. So when I got my Mew, I was like, okay, that's it. That I, mm -hmm. I really love this gear. And, and so when I got my Pokemon um, uh, Sword, I was like, I'm going to use my Pokeball as well. 
And that's when I immediately realized that for that game, it doesn't work as a controller. Mm-hmm. It only works as a stroll idea. So you can actually put them inside the Pokeball yeah. uh, and walk with them. And I even watched some videos on, you know, on YouTube. And differently from what you would see in Pokemon Let's Go, uh-huh. the benefits you get from walking with your Pokemon are very little. Yeah. The, the XP points are, are very little. And mm-hmm. it's really not the way to go if you want to make them stronger. No. So... That was sort of a, a, a bummer to me. Also, and we said that we would go back to the subject as well. With the Pokemon Plus, what I was doing was to throw Pokeballs to capture my Pokemon in, in Let's Go yes. Pikachu. Which I thought was a very nice touch because mm-hmm. I don't actually feel 100% comfortable uh, damaging Pokeballs in the wild. Okay. So I actually really like that. Okay. And you are more the guy who says, well, it's traditional that they yeah. fight and you learn about them and you get them weakened and then you throw the Pokemon, mm-hmm. uh, the Pokeball. So um, I think that all in all, that was a bummer to me. But you, you already said that you actually like the idea mm-hmm. of battling them, right? Yeah. Instead of just throwing Pokeballs. For me, that's just part of Pokemon. And that's uh-huh. something I didn't like about Pokemon Let's Go. That's wow. why I did not buy the game. Uh-huh. For me, throwing a ball at a Pokemon is probably the stupidest idea you can do. <laughs> I mean, Ash was doing it, sure. But if you think about like a super weak Pokemon, it does make sense. Uh-huh. But in the end, if you think about it, you can do the same in Pokemon uh, Shield or Sword. You can just uh-huh. throw a ball. Is there a chance get... that you're actually going to catch them? Probably 20% chance. Oh, that's not so yeah, bad. So like if yeah. you have five Pokeballs to waste, just do it. Um, okay. But in my opinion weakening like the the actual fact of weaken a pokemon is part of the game for me that's always be part of it Mm -hmm. catching a legendary pokemon it's the same like Mm -hmm. you should make them sleep fall asleep or like try to weaken them the most you can i i mean it's it's part of pokemon okay in my opinion it has always been part of pokemon and that's something i didn't like with let's go because Mm -hmm. it's way too easy in my opinion finishing that game it's like for a child like a five-year-old child i see but i'm not saying that like in a bad way i think that the universe that they created the remaster the remastering of that game Mm. is amazing let's go is amazing it's just that for me not being able to just weaken my pokemon Uh it was uh no way i'm not gonna buy that game well uh so for the let's go for all the three legendary birds and mewtwo Uh you actually have to fight them okay they are very difficult fights okay so that's a good thing so for the legendary ones you cannot just throw balls at them unless you you have like the the most powerful pokeball that you usually save towards the very end for mewtwo okay that's what i did Mm -hmm. uh unless you have that one and i don't even know if you would catch him right away without weakening him i didn't try because i was Mm -hmm. afraid of losing it okay so but for the legendary birds, you actually have to fight them. And okay. it's even crazier because, first of all, they have really high levels. And mm-hmm. also, they are empowered. So when okay. you find them, they're like super strong. So, okay. But I agree with you. These are the only ones you have to battle, mm-hmm. except the rivals you're going to find in the game and the Pokemon League and so on. Yeah, of so, course, because of it's course. a battle. So it makes exactly. sense. Exactly. One um, thing that I loved about the Pokemon Shield uh, is that you're making plenty of money. Because uh. they have this option of like buying shirts and everything or whatever. What, one thing that I realized is that after probably an hour of game, mm-hmm. I was able to buy 99 Pokeballs. Wow. Which is okay. not a thing that you could do in the previous version. That is true. Instance. It was limiting, right? Exactly. So what I realized is that now you're not limited in terms of balls or in terms of potions or whatever you want in your backpack. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I love about that game too. I think that like not being limited by the money okay. is a good thing. 
Okay. At the same time, I don't. I'm not sure it's really realistic because sometimes you're just fighting a kid somewhere in the yeah. wild, and that guy is giving you like one thousand bucks, and you're like, <laughs> what? Kid, really? ready to get it? Yeah. <laughs> that guy is, must be rich. That's good. <laughs> but that's probably something that is not. Um, that that is not a uh, realistic in my opinion but at the same time it's so convenient to have plenty of money that is true because you have so many options in yeah. this game now right and w another thing that we loved yeah. about that game i mean even though you played only let's go being able to see the pokemons in the wild Jesus. it was a big thing exactly that's we, the reinvention we, we of the franchise we sort of uh, mentioned that at the beginning of the mm -hmm. episode but i think it's really really important to say that again and it is true for let's go pikachu and eevee and it is also true for sword and shield right bro oh, it is. you can actually see not the all of them so some of them are hidden mm -hmm. but in grass like tall grass just okay. as usual and in that case what you will see is just uh, an exclamation point Oh. saying that like there is a pokemon there but you won't be able to see it so if you want to catch it you have to go there okay mm -hmm. i see so but but it, it allows you to dodge it oh if yeah you, you don't can. want of course you okay, can okay that's really important I see. and another thing that is great about seeing pokemons some of some of them and i will put a link in the show notes mm -hmm. about a video that i watched i think it was yesterday you will be able to see the what they call aura around a Pokemon. So like whenever a Pokemon is like different okay. with better IV points, I mentioned like in the episode, uh, you will be able to see it and see it for real. So like you, you will be in the tall grass and you will see that a Pokemon that looks the same as like the, the other Pokemons of the same type. But this one will have a tiny aura around him. So like a kind of a tiny lighting, like a different lighting around him. Okay. If you go towards that Pokemon, you'll be sure, like you, you are sure that this Pokemon is better than the, than the rest. I see. Of it's the population uh, it, within the species. It's yes, one of it's the it's one of the best. Exactly. I see. I see. So usually you should go for those Pokemon. Uh, we are including that link in the show note because that can help you for the hardcore oh, fans. That's very nice. If you want to fight with the best Pokemon in your party, mm -hmm. those ones are usually the best. I see, bro. Yeah, well, that's that's really important, and I think this, the concept of being able to look around oh. and see what you're bumping into is very important, and it links to one of the major changes of this game and at the same time not as major as i expected so another <laughs> downside in my opinion which is the quote-unquote open world oh. right so when i saw trailers of the pokemon uh, uh sword and shield i really thought it would be an open open world in okay. a sense that i can go whatever i want mm -hmm. and i can choose the order of the events and uh I don't know, I had a different idea. And when I actually opened my game and I saw the map, I was like, that's the most straightforward map I've ever mm -hmm. seen in a game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I expected something, maybe not as big as Zelda Breath of the Wild, because that game is something else. We're going to talk about this game. We are crazy about Five it. cups. Oh, <laughs> like 12. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so, I, of course, I, I, I didn't expect to be as amazing, mm -hmm. but still something more like that and when i opened the map i was like this is the most plain straightforward map i could possibly imagine mm -hmm. so um w w what's your opinion about the quote-unquote open world okay not open world mm -hmm. in my opinion mm -hmm. so the wide areas so the actual open world the thing that they say that it's open it's big sure but the map is pretty linear right uh, 
in my opinion, that's not the strength of this game, mm -hmm. for sure. I think that they did a mistake uh, naming this open world thing. Uh, it's not open world. Yeah. Don't think it's going to be open world. Don't think it's going to be like Breath of the Wild or Red Dead Redemption or The Witcher 3. Mm -hmm. It's not an open world. Okay. Not in our definition, our game bros definition. Yeah. Uh, that's not an open world. But at the same time, even though it's pretty linear, I think that they did an amazing job with that world, the Galar region. It's based on the UK, on, the, on England, okay? Mm. And uh, I think they did a, a, a great, an awesome job. Okay. Uh, like doing the cities and like creating the cities and everything. I, I went to England a lot of times in my life. So mm. like a couple, not, not, not just a couple of times, but probably like five to six times in my life. And what I realized is that, for instance, London, the, mm. the, the city that is like, uh, that is one of the last one where you'll get in the game, it's, it really looks like London, oh, like the actual no London. Way. Yeah, so like you have the big eye and everything. So I think oh, like that's nice. the, the, the little touches that they put into the, the game mm -hmm. was amazing. And so that's why for me, even though it's not a true open world, okay. I think the Graphics-wise, it's definitely not the best. It's not Breath of the Wild. It's mm -hmm. not breathtaking. Mm. It's good. Mm. But it's just like, uh, let's go. It's just like, a, let's go. They just applied, let's go, the I graphics agree. to a new game. It looks very much like, let's go. Exactly. Which is super cute. It's just maybe not exactly what we were expecting. And right? One, exactly. One and although they dis like the first time I saw the map, I was like, that's really linear. But at the same time, if you look at England, like a map of England, England is pretty like vertical too, right? <laughs> yeah. And what we realized, and we were super happy about it, is that Nintendo, last month, they announced new DLCs. Oh my God. What yeah. do you think about them, bro? Okay. Um, I have to say that when I, I saw the little information that they released so far about the DLCs, I... I almost regretted returning the game. Am okay. I, I might actually buy this game again once the DLCs are out there mm -hmm. and I, I get the opportunity to watch more videos and see what they can offer. Mm -hmm. But I immediately, when I saw the new DLCs, and I think we were talking about two mm -hmm. from, from, yes. from what it looks like, and, mm -hmm. and I think we could maybe even add a link to our... Oh, yeah, we should. Uh, uh, our episode list here in the end uh, where you can actually see information on these DLCs and the presentation of the DLCs. Mm -hmm. uh, from what I see, it's still quite under development. Mm -hmm. So oh, it's I impossible so. to say for sure it's going to happen, but I can tell for sure that it's going to make the map bigger. Oh. And this is already something really nice mm -hmm. because my, my biggest, one of my biggest complaints was about the map not being as complex as I thought it would be. But then, wow, okay, they're actually building in, right? But it's pretty complex already. I mean, it's pretty big. Uh, finishing, like, going through the map, like the actual map that they have, the vertical one, takes a, a long time. Yeah, and I mean, there are over game. 400 Pokemon yeah. hidden in there. Uh -huh. So so I, I agree with you. Not it's the not... best ones, though. Like, the 400 that they created, we talked about that. They are kind yeah. of stupid. Exactly. And it's a bummer that they did not get, like, more out of the first 151, in my right. opinion. And I think you're this, like you're with me here. Yes, absolutely. But 100%. Th that's, that's fine. Yeah. So, so, I mean, the DLCs, first of all, they are making your map bigger. Mm -hmm. They're going to give you, from what I saw, each DLC is going to give you a whole new 
area to explore yeah. with more Pokemon. So I think it's including even Pokemon from the original exactly. 150. That was my point. So yeah. again, very smart for that, them to do that's that. That's great. And, um, and the other thing, which is not as exciting to me as it is for you, I'm mm -hmm. assuming, is that they are adding the legendary Pokemon that look like... It's the Gala version of the birds, right? Right, so that's oh, true. Okay. But what mm -hmm. I was referring to is the, for example, the Regi Ice one and the. Yeah. Uh, do you think they will add those guys? I, I'm pretty sure I saw one of them at least one or okay, two. Okay, so them. like that's exciting. Because exactly. For me, I love those. Exactly. Like so that. I mean, it's another Pokemon that I look at. I was like, okay, it's a pie of rocks. It doesn't look like a Pokemon. Sapphire, <laughs> platinum, and oh my god, like that. That was great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Guillaume is really excited about it. Uh -huh. uh, but but then I, and at the, toward the very end of the video where they are telling you more or less what you should expect mm -hmm. from the DLCs, they show you more legendary Pokemon. Yeah. Some of them I never saw, no. but they look extremely powerful. So I have to say that the, the end of the video, and we are going to give you the, the link for this video, is very exciting. I don't know yeah. what that Pokemon is. It's very up in the sky and it looks very serious and extremely powerful. So I was like, wow, that's really cool. So I am looking forward to the DLCs, bro. Do you think you're going to buy the DLCs right away? What's your 200% sure I'm going to buy the DLCs. <laughs> Uh, another thing that we should mention on top of the DLCs, because Nintendo is a big franchise, they are trying to make as much money as possible, and they know that the hardcore fans will invest tons of money in Pokemon. They, like we saw the news last week, right? And they will release what they call Pokemon Home. That's a new oh, service. Right. It's going to be kind of a bank, a Pokemon bank, where you'll be able to transfer your Pokemons to. And if you are like eager to pay... I think it's three bucks a month, mm -hmm. something like that, or like 15 a year, something like that. Uh, you'll be able to store your Pokemons and trade directly from your phone or your Switch. And I think it's a really good idea, but it's, again, spending more money. So we are still in the in like deciding with Pauline. We, d we don't know whether we'll invest money on it, but like mm. we are discussing about it. And I think we will okay. because we are like such hardcore fans and like playing a lot. I think that the bank will solve solve some of the problems that we have right now oh, that's uh, really nice. to transfer, especially to transfer Pokemons and like finding someone that has like Pokemons that we don't have. That can shape. help you completing yeah. the list. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Something that you wanted to talk about, bro, that mm. you saw in a video was about the weather, right? That's right. Uh -huh. Yeah. So uh, regarding the weather, so since we are talking about the, the fact that it's almost like an open world and it's going to be expanded, and one of the things I always loved about Pokemon is that they have very particular traits. So you have mm -hmm. types of Pokemon, and that is really awesome because everyone has their favorite type, and now mm -hmm. they, as you said, they combine different types together, uh, adding again a new layer of battling and strategies and so on. Mm -hmm. But... When I think of a, an open world, I think m not only about having the choice of going wherever I want, mm -hmm. but also having the external environment mm -hmm. heavily affecting my choices mm -hmm. and the way that the, the game plays in general. So, in other words, if I am choosing a grass-type Pokemon mm -hmm. at the beginning of my game, I want to bring my grass-type Pokemon to a place that rains a lot, because water makes them stronger. In theory, yes. You know what I mean? In theory, this is going to make them stronger. They are a plant after all, mm -hmm. right? And so 
what I expected, and again, I have to make a parallel with Zelda Breath of the Wild because it's, in my opinion, the golden standard for any game that we can possibly think of. When it's raining, this brings huge consequences to Link. You cannot climb as much. You, mm-hmm. uh, if there's, there, it's a storm and you have metallic armors in your gear, you might actually get damaged by thunders and so on. So what I'm saying is that the interaction with the environment is much deeper than one would realize. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's quite there yet. What, what's your opinion about the effect of weather on your journey? So... Although your Pokemon will be... So first, you don't, you don't encounter the same Pokemons like when it's raining, for instance. <clears throat> but what I realized is that they will be weakened. So like you have a Fire-type Pokemon, if it's raining, they will be weakened. Okay. That's what they say. I don't think it's changing that much. So I think it's a good step forward. They are trying to implement this kind of like weather conditions toward your... like Making it more realistic. They are not there yet. It's definitely not Breath of the Wild. Mm. Uh, they will, I think, they are on the, like doing their best to go there. Probably in a later game or something. I I can include like another video about like weather and how it's gonna affect your Pokemon's like mm. in the show note. But yeah, I I'm with you there. I don't okay. think that they did a great job. And overall, the bottom line is that. They they try to sell it as a true open world and like being super realistic. Right. For me, it's still like a Pokemon game, just like previous ones, where the weather, although it seems like important, it's not super important. Mm-hmm. It's playing a role, sure. And for hardcore fans, they will never use a fire type Pokemon when it's raining. Makes sense. That's fine. But yeah. You can do it. The fire type Pokemon will be able to fire under the rain, which okay. is stupid in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. And that's not super realistic. Yeah. That's how they did it. What I can mean, you do? I, I wish, you, for example, if you had a fire type Pokemon that you just caught and it's weak in a sense and you put them under the rain, I think they should faint right away. Oh, I Let's agree. say you brought them to the maximum evolution and they're mm-hmm. extremely powerful mm-hmm. Charizards, then mm-hmm. they can actually endure more. Mm-hmm. That would be really nice because mm-hmm. it, it with it, a shield or something. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Right. I agree. So I mean, uh, I think they want to do that, and you very well pointed out that, for example, when it's rainy, your chances of finding water type Pokemon mm-hmm. are higher. Mm-hmm. So that's already a, a good yeah, that's start. That's a good step forward. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think they have some work to do there, and I think, bro, because yeah. like this episode is getting long <laughs> already. Nice. But we we are huge fans and like there was a lot of discussion here to, to make. So I think we should wrap up with like just saying that like shield and sword are not that different one from another. Okay. Uh, ju- just for you to know, if you want to catch them all, you will have to use the Pokemon bank or Pokemon home or mm. trade mm-hmm. or buy the two. But in that case, you will need <laughs> to switch. Mm. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's a huge investment. So if you don't have to switch at home, just try to find a friend that has a switch like, and try to make your trades there. Uh, another thing, good thing that is, in my opinion, there is another difference between Sword and Shield is that you have different bosses. Okay, so like the arenas for Sword, you will have two that are different from uh, Shield. So like if you want to complete all the arenas, in theory, you should you, you need to buy the two games. Yeah, that's and that's a, something that's I think nice is great. Addition, I that's, think, a, yeah. that's a nice touch yeah. from Nintendo. For once, the story is somehow different through those arenas thing. 
and I think it's a really, really nice touch. I, I, I really like that because it, it's actually a good enough justification to even buy the two versions of the game, right? If, if you know that it's not only the Pokemon you might encounter, especially because, as you said, nowadays there's so many options for trading and eventually getting them all, mm -hmm. having different leaders of gyms, it's actually something really cool. So, so we'll see with the next Pokemon game in the future. Maybe like all the gyms will be different yeah. one from another. That would be massive. Mm -hmm. We'll see with, with the DLCs. Maybe the DLCs will be slightly different between Sword and Shield. That might be a nice That's touch true. too. That's true. We'll see. But let me tell you, bro. Yeah. I gave five cups because that game, it took a long time to develop it, mm -hmm. I, I, I assume. And in my opinion they deserve the pokemon company they deserve the five caps because they did a wonderful job even though they did not go like completely where we wanted them to go mm -hmm. right i think that this game is massive this game is bringing me a lot of joy okay and yeah it's it's a big game try to buy it you don't have to be a hardcore fan to play it you can just put 10 20 hours inside like into that game mm -hmm. and finish it finish the whole story the main story that's what yeah. i mean and you will really enjoy it i okay. think it's a really nice game even if like you have a busy life just like us i mean real you have to realize guys that this game was released almost two months ago mm -hmm. and i'm still at the third arena right because i have a busy life but it doesn't mean that i have to finish that game in two weekends exactly I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Even if it's been like two months that this game has been released, I'm still enjoying it. Mm -hmm. I'm still playing it whenever I have time. And it's with my wife. It's a nice touch. It's a family game, in yeah. my opinion. I, I love that game. That's though. very nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, um, I, I second that in many ways. I think if we had to make a list of games that are really fit for people who have busy schedules and don't have a whole lot of time to play their video games i would say that this game is definitely in that list mm -hmm. just because again it's just enjoyable to play even if you have 10 minutes mm -hmm. honestly if you have 10 minutes and you catch one pokemon one pokemon that you didn't have there yet you it's already progress there it's already go. fun mm -hmm. so i will never take out the credit for all of these positive aspects mm -hmm. but my verdict didn't change mm -hmm. Maybe because I have too high expectations, I'm not mm. so sure yet, but this is not my Pokemon game yet. Mm -hmm. But I hope that after all this discussion, uh, you guys that are listening to us can have a better sense of what to expect. Yes. And, and not really to expect. Exactly, mm -hmm. not what, exactly what not to expect. And, and I hope the overall idea of debating this game was useful to you. So guys, one thing that will implement from now on is that we have a Twitter account. Uh, it's at Game Bros FM. Uh, you can always like tweet at us or like do whatever you want with that. But don't like remember you can use the hashtag Ask Game Bros and right. also use our email. So contact at GameBros.fm if you have any remark or suggestion or a challenge for us. Even though it's a podcast, we can try to do fancy, fancy stuff. I don't know. Well, but like singing, uh, for example. That yeah. was a pretty big uh, challenge. That actually. was a challenge for us. <laughs> uh, so, like, what we got this week uh, from uh, a friend of the show, Kelsey, she asked us to give away our top five Pokemon. Oh, God, okay. Do you want to start? Yeah, I can do that. Okay. I mean, it's such a hard decision. Of course, none of the newest Pokemon would ever get into that list. In I my agree. Case. Um, 
But I guess my list is going to be a little cliche. Please don't blame me. <laughs> but these are the Pokemon that I, I relate to and I love. Mm -hmm. And uh, a starter is Pikachu. Sure. I mean, uh, the temper, the idea of having this Pokemon that is so difficult to bond with, but eventually he's going to love you. It's, I love Pikachu for many reasons. Then I have Bulbasaur. Okay. Uh, not only I think it's very cute overall, but it's a frog with a plant, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. it, it's a really good mm -hmm. mix-up, in my opinion. Very creative. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the lazy, big, fat bear, Snorlax. Oh. I remember finding I Snorlax, like, blocking a whole oh. passage. And, oh, and, and he's so strong, and sometimes you're finding him, and he falls asleep, and then he's... <sighs> HP returns. It's it's a really cool one. That's a great one. Um, we have Mew. Oh, Mew. It's powerful and cute at the same time, mm -hmm. and I think that's that's enough to love him. And the last one that made in my list that I really like is Psyduck. Oh, I I just look at that Pokemon Psyduck. and I start laughing. <laughs> no, Psyduck is great, especially in the anime. In my opinion, exactly. oh, from the anime, that guy was ah, amazing. He's so annoying and cute. So yeah, bro, my list uh, will be slightly different because I think I'm more a competitor in that game. Uh -huh. And so I, when I think about Pokemons, I think about my late parties in okay. every game. And so my list is the following. Pikachu, that's obvious. Pikachu is for me the best representation of Pokemon. Pikachu, when you think about Pokemon, you think about Pikachu. I agree. So for me, Pikachu has, had to be inside my list. Mm -hmm. So Pikachu, it's obvious. I think that's my favorite Pokemon. Or like one of my favorites. Second one, Charizard. Oh. Charizard, yeah. when I started the red version, red for a reason, I took Charmander. And one of my like Pokemon in my late parties was Charizard. Nice. And Charizard was always my best Pokemon. Charizard was my Pokemon in the first version, in the red version. Cool. So that's why it's in my list. Cool. Another Pokemon that was in my late parties in Pokemon Red, Articuno. Ooh. I love ice. And that bird is freaking awesome. That is true. And so fancy. And every time I caught him in the wild, like I, I caught that bird in the wild, Articuno had to stay in my fucking party. Because <laughs> that Pokemon, I love him. That's my bird. That's my legendary bird. Mm -hmm. Within the three, that guy is my favorite, Articuno. Fourth one, I'm with you, bro. Mew. Mm. Mew is the cutest. Yeah. Mew is, I don't know if he's even cuter than Pikachu. It, this floating pink I cat, know, right? He's so cute. Oh. And I love cats, guys. Like, I oh. have to tell you. So Mew had to be in my list. Yeah. And Mew is freaking powerful. Yeah. So I love Mew too. Uh, I love Mew and Mewtwo as mm -hmm. well. But Mewtwo is not in my list because Mewtwo is like more the evil guy. And exactly. I prefer like the, the cute little tiny thing. <laughs> Mew, like, Mew is great. Yeah. My favorite Pokemon is the last one, bro, guys. And bro, my favorite Pokemon ever is Dragonite. Dragonite. Dragonite is my favorite Pokemon ever because Dragon-type Pokemon, those guys are difficult to train. Mm. Usually, like, those guys, you have to stick stick with them, with them because those guys are really complicated to train and everything. But Dragonite, as, as the, at the moment I get, like, the first, uh, the first one, and I can, if I can train it and evolve it into Dragonite, that guy has to stay within my team. I'm looking forward to see if I can catch a Dragonite in Pokemon Shield. I didn't go through the Pokedex to see if it was there. Mm. I assume it's there because mm -hmm. Dragonite is a big Pokemon. Yeah, I hope so. And yeah, same. 
but Dragonite is my favorite Pokemon ever. Oh, that's so nice. And there you go. That's our list. That's our and list, It guys. was difficult to choose, but there you go, Kelsey. Yes. Thank and, you, Kelsey, for the question. Exactly. We are looking forward to your comments, guys. Uh, bro, I have to tell you, yeah. it's, one, it's been one hour and 30 minutes that we are talking about Pokemon. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you, but I think that our fans, oh our God. audience will like it. Because I hope that, so, yeah. that conversation was deep. Exactly. We talked about a lot of stuff. And bro, I think that we are coming with something, th something new for the future. Spoiling what's coming next is probably too much, right? Okay. And we have to do something that is more based on your feedback, guys. Because maybe you want to listen to like... Uh, about a game i don't know like something mm -hmm. that you want to hear about so like let us know use hashtag as game bros or like send us an email use twitter just to have suggestions we are really looking forward to to talk about like a game that you really want us to talk about exactly and uh, we have to mention that games uh, are of course the major goal of this podcast we are exploring different games and telling you what you should or maybe shouldn't do or time investment and, and, and so on. But it's not only that. We also know that the next-gen consoles are coming out. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be a, a huge thing. And mm -hmm. we might be listening about PlayStation 5 oh, yeah. soon. And sure. all the questions that we have about the new console. So we have all these ideas in mind. We have not decided yet what's coming next. Exactly. But any feedback you might have to us is going to be extremely appreciated. And very useful mm -hmm. and uh, i know it was a very long episode so thank you so much for Thanks, paying guys. attention to these two grown-ups talking about pokemon because i had a lot of fun that was game bros guys see you next time bye bye bye